Hey, Turtlehead listeners. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Turtleheads Talk. On today's episode of Turtleheads Podcast, we're going to have a special guest and a big surprise for all the AWLs. That's right. We have teamed up with Big Banter Sports, and we have the CEO on the podcast to talk about what he expects from us, what we're going to get from him, and what all the listeners are going to get from all of us. We're also going to talk MLB Baseball, Mount Rushmore, and of course, a little tricky trivia. So listen up, buckle up, here we go. This is Brant Henson, CEO and President of Big Banter Sports, and you're listening to Turtleheads Podcast. You are listening to the Turtleheads Podcast with your hosts, Dave, Lee, Tricky, and Jordan, brought to you by Big Banter Sports. Go Terps, go Oilers, and go Ravens. Tricky, I, I was just listening to the intro, and you said the Turtleheads are brought to you by Big Banter Sports? What's that all about? That's right, Lee. We got contacted last week to become the official Maryland podcast host of the Big Banter Sports Network, Tricky. Yes, uh, a gentleman by the name of Brent Henson and his associates are starting a podcast network that focuses on the Big Ten Athletic Conference. And as we are big Maryland supporters, they found the right place to fill the University of Maryland slot in their Big Ten podcast lineup. So they're starting Big Banter Sports. And it should be your home for everything Big Ten. So what you could say is, we're the number one podcast for Maryland sports on the Big Banter Banter. Network. That is correct. And the Big Banter Network uh, reaches east, west, north, and south, and includes Waco, Texas. You can get Big Banter Sports anywhere in the world. So basically, Tricky, and all our AWLs out there, Big Banter is an upstart organic company that wants to grow the Big Ten brand, and we are very fortunate to be the Maryland podcast, but let's dive right into some Big Banter news. Lee? Yeah, so just a couple days ago, uh, Big Banter ranked their top 14 running backs heading into the 2023-2024 season, Um, and two Terps are in the top 14. At number five, they had Roman Hemby, and 13, they had uh, Tricky's boy, not-so-Littleton, Antoine Littleton. Yeah, the old ground-and-pound game, I think. Loxley's going to try to recruit some big boys. Get in there and start wearing down our opponents. Them Iowa boys ain't never seen what the DMV got. But the funny thing is, talking to Brant, we're going to be teaming up with different teams throughout the season doing previews of the matchup coming into the football season. So they're playing Iowa, Michigan State, whoever it is, we're going to join up with that podcast, talk a little smack, maybe make a couple bets, you know, bet some crabs, some old bay, whatever we got to do. I don't really know what Iowa's got to bet us. but um, Hawkeye. Who that is. But Hawkeye. Horn. Yeah. Corn, corn, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll send us some corn-fed boys for that front line, (laughs) son. All right, so anyway, so let's keep it going with some Terp news. Let's dive into Shell Shocked, Lee. 
Yeah, so the uh, Shell Shock team is representing Maryland uh, alumni for the basketball tournament. TBT. Yeah, so we who are, uh, who are we playing with? We uh we drew Gatorverse. That's mm-hmm. the uh, Florida Gator alumni. Tricky. Let's talk about them alumni before we get to the Terps. You notice anybody? Corey Brewer looking like he's about eighty. Yeah, Corey Brewer spent a little bit of time in the NBA. Uh, I believe he was on one of their, or at least one of their two. Uh, championship teams coached by Matthew McCall I really don't know like you said the only person I know is Corey Brewer and he's got some age to him does he not Tricky yeah I do see some uh, laugh lines around the eyes and they uh, <laughs> they would be in their Louisville region and they're playing our Terps now Lee read us off the roster yep so the Terps we've got uh, Anthony Brown he didn't play with us he went to Stanford Dodzilla uh, sure owned Dodzilla Demonte Dodd uh, Daryl Morsell has recanted his uh, disdain for Maryland. Um, shockingly enough, they only have his college listed as Marquette. Don't even have him listed as Maryland. <laughs> so maybe Torian Green did go to Baylor. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, Maurice Creek. Ah, uh, Big yes. Ten, uh, Indiana, and he went to George Washington. We got Mello, Trimble. Um, the GM is Reese Mona. People should be familiar with him. Then we got Rashad Pack, uh, followed by Robert Carter, and then Roddy Peters rounding out the group. So... Just think, there's some Florida podcast right now going, who the heck is Maurice Creek and Roddy Peters? But uh, They certainly know who Mellow Trimble is. Exactly. I, I kind of like our team. I'm not going to lie. You know, um, I would like to see uh, AWL, Mr. Charles Stogla, make the roster, but he's still playing professionally, so maybe he couldn't make it over. The one thing I'm noticing on here, they don't have a head coach listed. All they've got is an assistant yeah, so and a it's, GM. It's Andrew Terrell's coaching with um, – Neymar, the old. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I saw it on Twitter, but I, I'm shocked they don't have it on here. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But uh, I'm excited to watch them. It is going to be on TV, right? Aren't all games? Yeah, it starts uh, July 25th, I believe. Uh, for those of you not familiar, the basketball tournament was first played in 2014. They've had one every year, and the grand prize—it's a winner-take-all, one million dollar grand prize. I've never really been a TBT guy, but. We are the number one TBT podcast here, Tricky, and we are all in for Shell Shocked. Well, I would much rather watch uh, Shell Shocked in the basketball tournament than the current USFL playoffs. Ah. There is another Big Ten team, alumni team, the Happy Valley Hoopers, Penn State alum. A lot of recent guys. They got Jamari Wheeler, John Herrera, Mike Watkins. Hey, uh, Miles Dredd, he said, he said, screw it, I'm still playing for Penn State. I've been there 15 years, but I'm, I'm going to keep the name on my back. Sessoms, Samuel Sessoms. Tricky, I take it, lead it when talk about USFL, did he? No one wants to talk about USFL. <laughs> I so just, that's it, we're done. I just we've wanted to mention them so that we <laughs> yeah. could be the number one USFL playoff <laughs> podcast east of Waco. There it is. Well, let's keep it going, Tricky. We're not done talking Terps. Let's talk about some Terp alumni, AWL, Mr. Hunter Parsons. Yes, Jordan, I have an inside source in the Hunter Parsons camp uh, who I was talking to recently and uh, was curious about why he's doing so well at AAA. Uh, We mentioned uh, a few months ago he got moved up from AA Binghamton to Syracuse and in seven appearances with Syracuse, he's only given up a single earned run. and uh, this source told me that uh, his velocity is up by almost an entire one mile an hour. And much of that has to do with the baseball. Here's something I did not know. 
all of minor league baseball used to use a different ball from the majors. However, in 2017, AAA baseball decided to adopt the major league baseball. The minor league ball is not wound as tight, and it has higher seams, which makes it easier to grip the ball. However, the now AAA ball and major league ball has lower seams. The ball is wound tighter, and uh, apparently it's uh, helping... uh, Hunter Parsons with his delivery. So, uh, did not know they had different balls, but uh, he likes the ones there at AAA. So, some more Terp news. It just keeps on coming. Tricky. But the University of Maryland has broke ground on the Barry P. Gossett Basketball Performance Center. Say that three times fast. Barry P. Gossett, Barry P. Gossett, Gary Smith. Yep. Yeah. See, can't See, do it. I, wouldn't even, I was telling you to say it at all. But anyway, it is a 44,000-square-foot building adjacent to Xfinity Center, and it is what the coaches are saying going to put Maryland basketball recruiting over the top. It seems like every big program has a basketball performance center except the Terps, but by 2025, your Terps will have a state-of-the-art basketball performance. little side note, when Maryland started raising money back with former head coach, the third, they decided to raise so much money. I think it was, what, like $40, $45 million. But with inflation and the way things are going, the big building that we designed has actually been shrunken down to 44,000 square feet. So, shocker, another disappointment there from the funds of Maryland athletics. But maybe, you know, we'll win off a Big Ten football championship and maybe throw some money at it and build it bigger. I don't know. I always feel like they find money for football, but they got to scrounge around money for basketball. And I feel like poor Kevin Plank has been squeezed to no point of return. But it is exciting. It's going to be beautiful. It's uh, what Donald Trump would call beautiful. Yeah, just only only 44,000 square feet. I mean, I don't know how we're going to be able to fit anything in there. Well, actually, it was going to have two gyms. Now we're only going to have one. But it looks like it's going to have a really nice uh, weight room in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, a couple f- or one full-size court as well as, you know, some maybe not full-size. But it'll yeah. be good for the program, I think. It's something that we've desperately needed. So I, I will say Xfinity Center doesn't look old from the outside. It looks kind of bland. And I think this will put a little modern twist on it by the, the well, of course, the architect pictures that have they taken place. But it's going to be beautiful. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be a great time. Scott Van Pelt was in the house. Damian Evans, Gary Williams, Brenda, uh, Kevin Willer, and, of course, Mr. Gossett himself. But it uh, should be a great time, man. The future for Maryland athletics, especially the revenue sports, is bright. Um, also, I don't know if you saw this. Kevin Anderson actually spoke for the first time about the move from the ACC to the Big Ten. I did not know this. Well, I knew Maryland was uh, approached by the Big Ten years before we made the move, and we told them, no, we're never leaving ACC through and through. And then we got into some financial trouble, of course, and Kevin Anderson actually approached the Big Ten, and the Big Ten said no at first. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, and then after, when we first wanted to make the move, yeah, when we wanted to make the move this yeah. time, and then they, of course they both all met in the middle, and it's taken off. But he also said he doesn't think the Big Ten will expand any more after this, which is shocking to me. I thought we grabbed two more teams out west to help UCLA and USC, but oh well, they are the ones that are going to go through growing pains now, not us. So thank the good Lord. But that will wrap us up with Maryland sports. So don't forget, we're your number one stop for Maryland sports. I mean, we are the number one podcast for Maryland sports on Big Banner Turkey. That is correct. Yeah, and just adding it to our to our resume, another one, number one podcast for insert here, and it's probably us. Another one. 
Before we get to our interview with CEO of Big Banner Sports, Tricky, tell us about our sponsor today. You wouldn't select a generic one-size-fits-all holster for your pistol. Why would you run a generic sling for your rifle? The Eastern Shore Sling Company is a veteran-owned business that provides high-quality, innovative, custom rifle slings, perfect for the enthusiast, sportsman, or professional. Our sling has everything you need and nothing you don't. All items are berry compliant and 100% handmade and manufactured in the U.S. of A. Check out the website at www.easternshoreslingco.com or Instagram at easternshoreslingco. Use Turtlehead for 10% off your total order. All right, so let's take the time to introduce Mr. Brant Henson of Big Banter Sports. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for thanks for having me on the pod. Hey, ain't no problem. So let's catch all our listeners up. You know, we were the number one headhunted Maryland podcast. Is that right? Very much so. Our our top target out here for Maryland. And we are we're super excited about the opportunity to work with you guys and integrate you into everything we're we're uh, working up this season. Now look, look, you can you can be honest with us. If we weren't your number one and we were like your number four, we like the fact that you told us you're number one. Be honest with us. Oh no, don't you worry. You, you, you can stroke our ego a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So Brant, uh, tell our AWLs. That's what we call our award-winning listeners here on the Turtleheads podcast. Tell them a little bit about uh, what Big Banter is and uh, what the goals for the network are. Yeah, sure thing. So, uh, AWLs, you guys are in for a treat this season because uh, we're super excited about everything that we are working on over at Big Banter. So, essentially, Big Banter is a network of podcasts uh, with Big Ten focus, a, a very Big Ten focused network of podcasts where we have one uh, one podcast covering each team. So, uh, the Turtleheads here are our Maryland. Uh, football and basketball focused podcast and what we are planning on doing well we're planning on kind of scaling this up into a full-blown media company we're currently developing our website where we're going to have blogs articles and all that good stuff but our our like main thing that we are really excited about this season is the opportunity for our different podcasts to kind of collaborate with one another going into big games so like for example the first Big Ten game here on Maryland schedule is against Michigan State. So you guys will be hopping on with Bacon Wire, who is our Michigan State podcast, and kind of, you know, just going going back and forth, talking about the game, a bit of an analysis, and a lot of shit talk in between. I was, I, I was about um, to I like say, it. I mean, I, I looked at the schedule. I thought that was a scrimmage. I didn't know that was an actual game. <laughs> it starts yeah, now. No, I, <laughs> Michigan State might be a joke this year. They really might be. Look, bro, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. My my good friend, he's actually a co-host on here. He's not on today, but he, my wife is a fan of a ACC school. We won't mention the name of it because we don't mention that kind around here. But he, uh, we, <laughs> you know, Mar- Maryland's been kind of down in the basketball and football for a couple of years. You know, a couple of high points here and there. But he told her, he said, "We ain't no good to be around when we're bad. What do you think we're going to be like when we're good?" So, Big Ten, you're on notice, son. Maryland's back. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that take. I think, I mean, in the big 10 East, you've got obviously your Ohio state, your Penn state, your Michigan, but beyond that, I think Maryland is easily the fourth best team this season in the East. 
and honestly can probably compete with um, with those big three. I, I really think that you guys have a good chance to knock off Michigan. I think that's going to be a trap game with them looking ahead at Ohio State. And um, it's also at home at Maryland to get a big crowd out for that game. I think J.J. McCarthy will be shaking. Well, that's uh, Torrey Smith. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Maryland alumni played for the Ravens, the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he actually tweeted the other day. He said, you know, everybody wants to talk about Maryland recruits. I said, the other goes, it starts with the fans. He goes, if you're not selling out the stadium, no recruit wants to come there, which I think he's 100% right. So, like you said, we kick off the season at Michigan State, but then we have Indiana. Then we're at Ohio State, and we actually did a preview a couple podcasts ago of the upcoming season. But the biggest thing we talked about was our trap game. So we're home versus Penn State. We have laid an egg against Penn State on big games in the past couple years. I think this is the year Mm -hmm. we beat Penn State, but we're following it at Nebraska, then home against Michigan. And Chris picked up. He said, that is a trap game if I've ever seen one. Penn State, Michigan sandwich with Nebraska. That's just going to be tough for those boys. Yeah, and I mean, going on the road against uh, Nebraska too, they, they could easily they, – they've got crazy fans. They probably, they're going to pack that stadium full. Yeah, um, I can no see matter it now, how gonna, bad they are. Yeah, it's going to be like a 30 degrees rain. I can just see it now. But the good news is we saw on Big Banner's Twitter, they've got two Terps in the backfield in the top ten. Is that right? Yeah, well, Littleton, I can't remember if he was in the top ten or just outside the top ten. Yeah, I think you guys had him at 12, but yeah. Close, yeah, but yeah, look, we don't count over here, Brandon. It's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, definitely close enough. But yeah, I think looking at your guys' roster, you your backfield is definitely a big strength. Those guys are both sophomores, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean they they both looked insane at times last year. I think Roman Hindi is going to have a breakout season. There were a lot of people um, on our Twitter, kind of in the comments, hating on um, where we ranked Roman Hindi. But I, I mean, for him to come out and do what he did as a freshman. Uh, as a true freshman, he—I mean, he's—he is due for a huge season this year. I know your guys' offensive line is going to be a bit retooled, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he kind of works with a new line. Well, that is one of our main concerns here because uh, it doesn't matter who you have uh, in the backfield if there's nobody blocking for him, then uh, you're not going to get the best out of him. But we have made some additions in the off season. Um, so uh, we're really hoping that that is the focus. That, that seems to be a Big Ten staple, the running game. Um, and we need to keep up with the uh, rest of the conference. But uh, I'm looking really, really looking forward to the partnership with Big Banter Sports and especially these uh, big game trash talk uh, sessions with other podcasters. That's going to be uh, really interesting. Oh, definitely. It's it's the number one thing I'd say we're looking forward to um, this season just with, with all of our podcasts. We've got a few other fun things we're cooking up on the back end and we'll get announced here uh, in the coming weeks. But yeah, July for us is definitely going to be a big focus on uh, just kind of hammering down all the content that we want to create throughout the season. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. We're super excited with the whole team we have on board. Um, we think we got the right guys for every single school and definitely super excited to have you guys on board as well. Well, let's talk about that. How how can we find more Big Banter Sports? Where do we find you at? Yeah, so you can find us. Right now, our main page that we use is our Twitter page, which is just at Big Banter Sports. Uh, we also have an Instagram and a TikTok. We have not been pushing content here very strongly, so we don't have much of a follower base there yet. 
So that's going to be another focus of ours is kind of building up uh, those pages as well kind of throughout the next few months and hopefully start utilizing those a bit more as well as we move into the season. Yeah, right now, um, most of our stuff is over on Twitter. All right, so tell us, you know, you're the commish. You're the big CEO of Big Banter. You're the Dave Portnoy of Big Banter, if we will. Now, Dave ain't got no shame in saying he's a Michigan fan. What about you? Where you where you laying your ranks at? Yeah, so I I would say I'm the Dave of Big Banter, except I'm a better Dave because I'm oh. a Ohio State fan. Hot oh, take. Rather, oh, take, oh, okay. Michigan. Oh, all right. So honestly, the direct opposite of him. I'm, <laughs> I hate all Boston sports as well. Um, so literally, you're anti-Dave is what I am. Well, like, like, and look, you're you're a listener. You've told us you listen and you like what you listen to. So you see. Where we do Terps, they're our number one passion. But let's let's dive into it. Who's your, who's your major league baseball team? Uh, so I actually am not a huge follower of major league baseball, and that's because I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. Oh, the hottest team in baseball. <laughs> I said you've had some. You've it's had time some, to uh, come back. I said you've had some good luck these past couple of weeks. But. And they're playing the oh, Orioles this weekend or <laughs> this uh, next series. I know I have just started kind of getting back into it because they're actually a tolerable team to watch now. <laughs> yeah, I guess but, I can't yeah, blame you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of exciting youth on that team. Ellie Dela Cruz is super super exciting. Well, well, this next question you don't have to answer it because a couple of us aren't a big fan. But NBA, who's your NBA team? See, I I will also agree that I'm not a big NBA fan <laughs> good, at all. Just good. College basketball is just so much more elite than NBA. Yeah, I watch. As much college basketball as I can get around to watching the NBA, don't watch the regular season I've ever. I will never turn on an NBA regular season game in my life, not even on Christmas. You're welcome Day. on this show anytime. Yeah, anytime you say, want yeah. Me. <laughs> so, so Brent, are you a, an Ohio State guy because you're uh, from the area, or did you attend Ohio State, or both? Yeah, so kind of all of the above. I grew up in Columbus, uh, actually a suburb of Columbus called Westerville, which is about 20, 25 minutes north of Columbus. And then I did attend Ohio State as well. I actually graduated last year with a degree in marketing, and I've been working in digital marketing ever since then. Okay, well, we covered, uh, I would assume you're a Blue Jackets fan being from Columbus. We're going to go NHL, but... uh, Hold on, don't even say it, because this is what I'm afraid of. This could end the partnership of Big Banter and Turtleheads. What, his NFL affiliation? It's, it's, I, I'm it's praying it's like the Browns. Root. I'm praying it's the Browns. <laughs> so, yeah, are, are you a Bengals or a Browns guy? So, yeah, I am a Blue Jackets fan, but also not just the biggest hockey fan ever. Like, I'll go to a few games, but I don't, like, watch every game religiously. And when they are in the playoffs, I'll watch that. But, I mean, in recent years, it's been kind of tough. Um Way to NFL. build the suspense here, <laughs> yeah, Brad. Just tell us, who do you root for? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to drop it on you guys. I know you guys are probably Ravens guys, given yes. um, you're out there in Some Maryland. Yeah. And this one may come as a shock. I'm not a Browns guy, and I'm not a Bengals guy. Okay, yes, good. You're, you're fine. Good, you're good. Well, oh, well, the only caveat to this is if you tell me you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, then I bet he is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm actually not a Steelers fan either, okay, which good. is kind of funny because everybody around like in Columbus – it's kind of split like 33 33 33 like you've got like one third Bengals fans one third browns fans and one third steelers fans um that's kind of like what the split is here in columbus just because it's like pretty like kind of close to all those cities Mm -hmm. but for me like my parents didn't have a specific team they kind of they rooted for growing up 
So I just kind of like flipped on football one day when I was like five and just started rooting for the Cowboys because oh. I had oh. CD. I, 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 I knew that was because yeah. soon as I turned on five, I saw he's yeah. a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Turtlehead Dave's not going to like that. One of our yeah. other hosts who's uh, not with us right now, but he's a Washington fan. I root for the Las Vegas Raiders, so I don't have a dog in this fight. Well, we're not going to let you go that easy. We've just warmed, <laughs> We're going to warm you up, but we're going to finish with a couple things. It's called Rapid Fire, my friend. Let's hear it. Lee, all right. We everybody that comes on our pod. Now I don't know if you've you've heard of any of them. Some sometimes the questions posed, sometimes it's not. All right. So my question is: a hundred human beings, hundred grown men, human beings, or one silverback gorilla like Harambe, for example. Who you got? If the if it's a knockdown, drag out fight, who you got? And hold on, isn't Harambe from your backyard? Yeah, no, he's. I, I never got to see him, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, he is. He's right down the road, down in Cincy. Yeah, who you got? A hundred, a hundred humans or one silverback gorilla in a in a fight? Who you think's taking it? That's a tough one. Cause like the humans could be like Derrick Henry size, and then you've got like a hundred silverback gorillas coming at you. Right. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna go the gorilla, especially because if if I were to like fall into the enclosure. I've got I've got the shooters as backup. So. <laughs> All right. All right. We like it. We like it. Next one. No fries. No, no, I'm sorry. No sauce, just fries. What are you taking? What what fast food restaurant or or chain restaurant you think has the best fries if you can't dip oh, it in any sauce? Up fries. Yeah. No sauce. That's no tough. Sauce. I mean, eating fries eating fries raw is not one of my favorite things. <laughs> Yo, raw dogging, baby. I like it. <laughs> yeah, but if I had to raw dog fries, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go with if we're if we're sticking solely with chains and fast food. Um, I mean, this might be a basic answer, but I'm gonna go McDonald's. I could eat those things raw all day, especially after having a few beers. Like <laughs> you, you, you need to put some beers in you before you can raw dog the fries. Yeah. With <laughs> but I mean that there's not there's not a much better drunk snack than McDonald's fries. I okay, uh, what do you personally think you would have a better chance of doing? scoring a touchdown in the NFL or getting 15 points in an NBA game. Ooh, that's that's a really tough one because I mean there's pros and cons of both sides. NFL if you're like if you're on the 1 yard line, you can just get Jalen Hurst right over the goal line and you're you're in. Well, I could maybe you could. And and Snoop <laughs> couldn't do it in the playoffs versus the Bengals, so Jeez. Yeah, actually, that's true. I'd probably fumble. But <laughs> even if nobody touched me, even if I had the best line and, like, Derek Henry pushing me across the line, I'm probably still dropping the ball. Um, so, yeah, now that you mentioned that, I'll, I'll probably go NBA game just because there's no defense whatsoever. I think anyone could score 15 points in an NBA game. Facts. Oh, Facts. yeah, just just flop and get to the free throw line. <laughs> you don't even have to have a jumper. All right, exactly. If I can knock down free throws, I'm set. We're going to finish with this. Maryland Terrapins football over under – nine wins this year you had to set the line at nine absolutely because that's exactly what i would have said if i all right well yeah we'll we'll, we'll set it at eight and a half it'll be a good betting a betting thing i mean i'll take over there does this is this regular season or postseason too well see we're not big on football around maryland we're more of a basketball school (laughs) we'll we'll include the boat we'll include the bowl game we take any win we can get yeah yeah and and regular season and a potential bowl game over eight and a half okay okay that I think I think I'd take the over there because, like I mentioned, you've got the big three: Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. I think you guys think you're beating Penn State this year. 
I think you're beating Michigan this year. I think you lose to Penn State, but those two, I think you, I think you win one of those two. Probably Michigan could be Penn State though. Definitely not going to write that one off. And then you're probably the superior team in all the rest of the games. But I mean, it is Maryland. You're going to drop one somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yes. the truth. It's what we do, Brian. It's what we do. Exactly. Just don't think yeah, you're I, getting I, any cakewalk uh, with your uh, Buckeyes because uh, we're going to. Oh no, I know too. you. You guys play us tough every year. I mean, that one, the, the game in the shoe, the overtime game, that was like 52-51. Oh, yeah. that, 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 that was a heartbreaker. That still hurts. That, that had to have been tough for you guys, but I've never been sweating harder in my life. I, I will say, though, the only silver line in that was if we won that game, I think Matt Canada stays on as head coach, and I think that was kind of a blessing because uh, Locks has really yeah. turned the team around. That is true. That is true. Well, look, man, thank you for hopping on with us. Uh, we'll do everything we can to boost this new partnership, and uh, we're really excited. Awesome. Super excited to have you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you for making us a member of Big Banter Sports. to a wild one on baseball tonight. So let's go baseball first because it is baseball season now. Everything else is calming down. Off seasons are here, but baseball is rolling. The Orioles are still moving up. We have some electricity in Cincinnati. They are alive and well for the first time in a long time. And then, of course, Tricky, your Yankees are sticking around, but it looks like Aaron Judge might be out, you know, with the old Kyle Bowler hurt too. Yes, I did hear the news about that, but uh, that genius of a manager of ours said about a couple of weeks ago that we don't really need Aaron Judge. Oh, you guys don't need right. Aaron That's Judge. why we paid him all that money, because <laughs> yeah, we, don't need him. we don't really need him anyway. So let's go into it. Let's do power rankings. Kick it off. Who wants to go first? Anybody? Any takers? How about you? I know, I never go first, do I? I think, I think tonight's your night. All right. All right, so with the first overall pick in this week's power rankings, yeah, I'm going to take the Rays. 54-27. They're still doing their thing. They're up uh, four and a half on us. So, Lee, number two? Yeah, uh, I- I'm going to have to go the Braves. I mean, they're the number one team in the NL. They're a couple games up on us right now, 50-27. and 27. They're just re- playing really good baseball, so... I'm going to have the Atlanta Braves at two. They also just took two of three from the white-hot Cincinnati Reds, yep. breaking their 12-game lose- or winning streak, did those Atlanta Braves. Well, Tricky, yes, three and Jordan. four. See what I did there, Tricky? No, I see what both of you did. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't wiggle my way out of this one. I, I mean, he could really shaft us, but. No, he- I wouldn't do it. I can't do it. Uh, they've been lumbering along have those Baltimore Orioles. They're only 500 in their last 10 games, but uh, they've had some tough ones. Uh, but I'm going to have to take those Oyos of Baltimore uh, with number three. And number four, I think I'm going to have to stay in the American League. I've been promoting them all, uh, all season. While the Orioles are lumbering, I dare say those Texas Rangers have been sauntering their way through the AL West. They only have 30 losses on the year. Give me the Rangers at four. Well, I have five. Oh, no, Lee, I'm sorry. You yes. have five. Yep. Uh, Jordan, are we getting on us about the, yes, uh, yes. the old 
rule, and here he is <laughs> the messing old rule, it up. Huh? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> on the word. Least struggling, son. Night shift got the best of it. Oh man, I'm on night shift schedule still. <laughs> Dude, he's all zoomed out, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number five. Uh, I'm going to give it to the baby Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. Them baby snakes. Yep. And then I'll take man, another surprise team. There's Miami Marlins of Florida. And then I'm going to switch it up here because we talk about power rankings. We talk about who's hot and who's not. Maybe their overall record isn't hot, but I'm sticking with what Tricky said. It might be a little stretch, but it was Cincinnati Reds. Eight and two in their last 10. Joey Votto's back. L.A.D. Cruz is hotter than a $6 pistol. So I'm going to take them Reds at six. Or no, seven. I'm sorry. Seven. Yeah. Uh, number eight, another team very hot, eight and two in their last ten in the NL West, another NL West team, the San Francisco Giants. Mm. I wasn't gonna mention them because I know how much Jordan loves uh their manager. I've gotta put I've gotta put uh Jordan's disdain aside. You gotta respect game. Yeah, game respect game. All right, Tricky finishes off nine and ten. Who you got? All right, nine and ten. Oh well I mean you got a shot, Tricky. I don't. I you know how I'm how much I hate those cheating Astros, uh, and the uh, those Angels of Anaheim, Greater Los Angeles area. They had the strangest series this past week against the Colorado Rockies. They outscored the Rockies forty-two to twelve. Lost the series. Lost the series two yeah. games to one. Yeah. What a bunch of dopes. <laughs> so you will not see either those cheating Astros or the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles on uh, the power rankings this week at either 9 or 10 because I'm taking two teams from the American League East. It is the strongest division in all of baseball. And uh, with number nine, those Aaron Judgeless New York Yankees, because it's my pick. And as much as I don't like them, uh, hot on our tail, only a half game behind us, the Blue Jays of Toronto. Well, there it is, your top ten. And let's just talk about that. You talked about the crazy series out in Los Angeles. Um, Mr. Delica Cruz hit for the cycle, the youngest player to ever hit for the cycle. And then, of course, you talked about losing a tough one. Orioles lost the Mariners, got destroyed. It was 11 or 12 to 1 on 13 Friday. 13 to 1, yeah, I think. Yeah, 13 to 1. And then what they do? They came back and won the next two. So, baseball, you know, baseball has its up and down. such a long season. You know, I remember Friday, I was like, I think we've plateaued. I, yeah. think, I, I think we've hit the wall. <laughs> then we got there and won the next two. So, so I don't know. Uh, baseball is a funny sport. Uh, it's good times. Tricky, you got anything to mention about this past week in baseball? Only that there is probably the most exciting finals of the College World Series in recent memory going on, it looked like LSU was going to uh, make quick work of those Gators from uh, Florida. But the Gainesville boys had other ideas, and they have evened the series with just a blowout win over the Bayou Tigers. I mean, you could, you could be looking at another uh... – Angels Rocky series. If LSU comes back and wins tonight, look at the run the run differential on that series. It, that's what that's night? what I was. It was thinking. like twenty four to five or something yeah, like that. Bad. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was really rough. But uh, yeah, just just the disparity in the scores of the two games is just amazing. That, uh, but as someone once said, that's baseball. But uh, looking forward to the deciding game three coming up. Hey, tricky. 
Yes, Jordan. Something magic happens. Did you ever like that song? I don't know the song. Every time you go, you make the magic happen. Magic of Orioles baseball. Oh wow, I do remember. There that. we go. Hey, you I can't. Do that. You can't. You can't talk about the Orioles without talking about them calling up Jordan Westberg. I mean, he's oh, making yeah, his Happy major league Westberg debut. Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Orioles. Away. Orioles number three prospect got the call up today. So uh, looks three, like in Tricky. the uh, number three. We're that deep. Looked hey, like. Looked like the uh, in the photos I saw on Twitter, he was taking some ground balls at second base. Yeah, I think if he's the at pictures. Second base tonight, yeah. Um. So. I personally think this is the beginning of the end for Jorge Mateo, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. It sounded like... Did you see Gunnar got benched tonight? Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It looked like from what I was seeing was that it was going to start being Gunnar and Westberg um, shortstop in third, but... Well, you know. look, 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 how do you lose to this team, Trick? You remember this? Austin Hayes should be an all-star, by the way. Batting first. Adley Rutschman will be an all-star. Santander should be an all-star. Aaron Hicks... Doesn't One have. man's trash, another man's trash. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, don't, don't say should be an all star. <laughs> should be an all star. No, come on. <laughs> Small sample size there. Urias, Gold Glover, Mullins. If you think it hurt, should be an all star. I think the world should run out the whole lineup for for the all star game. Uh, Westberg making his night, uh, um, making his debut tonight. Ryan McKenna should be a little league all star. <laughs> yeah. Jorge Mateo should be a whatever country is from all star. And <laughs> Mr. Cole Irvin. Yeah, Brian McKenna and Jorge Mateo <laughs> should be Pokemoke Little League All-Stars for sure. Yes. Cole, yes. Cole Irvin should be uh, oh, dear participating in the next NASCAR All-Star race. <laughs> yes. yeah. I, but, but the funny part is Brandon Hyde runs these crazy lineups out all the time. This we'll win the night like thirteen to, to two, yeah, yeah, just something crazy. Although I mean, we gotta we gotta put a little bit of respect on Ryan McKenna's name. I think everybody was wondering what was Brandon Hyde doing, pinch hitting him and bringing him. Well, I don't think he pinch hit. He came in for defense, Never right? Never. And he went out and hit a two run bomb, walk it off. So and uh, Mr. Felix Batista should be an all star. Good morning, good afternoon, couple on base, good night. <laughs> Hundred and three miles an hour, tricky. Is that right? Tricky. Score NFL touchdown or make contact with 103 miles an hour. So I just got to put bat on just ball. Just bat on ball. I don't even know if I could bunt 103 mile per hour fastball. No, no I'm, I'm going to take my chances of just blindly making contact. We're just going. Oh, you are. You're going. You're going to make contact with 103 over yeah. the football. Yeah. Oh. All right. Because uh, if I, don't I knew want to make contact in yeah. football, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the moves to avoid contact. <laughs> so I'm. I'd rather make contact you, with 103. Let's be honest. You don't fastball. have the body. To be having that kind of contact. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to save this body for other sports. Uh, hey. <laughs> so, Jordan, you were asking me if I could come in, uh, if I could make contact with a 103-mile-an-hour fastball. That leads me to our weekly Adams Taphouse trivia question. As our AWLs know, I host trivia at Adams in Fruitland every Tuesday at 6.30. And... On our podcast, I'll ask one question so that if you attend Trivia on Tuesday, you'll already have an answer right. Follow the bouncing ball is the category. This question is for Lee. Oh, we're not going to tag team it? I thought it was Trivia Teams. You oh, you can. Okay. You can. I well, just, I, I, what's our I, Trivia Team name? Yeah. Turtleheads. Turtleheads. All right. All right. Okay, Turtleheads. <laughs> Follow the bouncing ball. What sport uses a wicker basket to fire a rubber ball against a wall at speeds up to 188 miles an hour. Oh, oh, I, I can see it. I see it all the time. Uh, I, I'm watching them, but I can't. 
no, it's not cricket. I've, I've seen it. They're like a long cylindrical. It almost looks like a, oh, yeah, like a claw, but I don't know what the name is. Yeah. The yeah. name of the sport. We're it's going like with play, claw, it's claw played, game. It's almost played like in a racquetball. Uh, yes, very similar. It's an open-walled court. Yes. Uh, it's very popular in Spain, France, and many Latin American countries. I don't know what it's called, but I, I, could, I could explain what the shape of the thing looks like. Well, the ball is called a pelota. And it is a hand-wound rubber ball covered in goat skin. Oh, pelota ball. However, <laughs> that game is played with such speed and force that they have to recover the ball every 15 minutes. Mm, really? That is in the most dangerous sport because a ball going 188 miles an hour could kill you. Probably. High lie. High lie. Ah. High lie is the name of the sport. That's J-A-I. A-L-A-I, High Lie, has the fastest moving ball of any sport at up to 188 miles an hour. Well, let me ask you this. You should have let me pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> first, first mistake, didn't let Jordan pronounce it. Uh, secondly, uh, if I were to come to Adams for trivia, would that be a multiple choice question, or would I have to just be able to spell High Lie? Oh, no. It I'm going to ask the question just as I asked oh, it. Oh, Lord have mercy. Not going to be multiple choice. Well, I might well have... Jordan predicted this because I gave him two complete softballs the yeah, first I mean, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this really wasn't fair. I and he, didn't said, get really he said, oh, man, it. I bet next week you're really going to give me a tough one, aren't you? So That's why he gave it to Lee. Yeah, yeah, but that's also why before the cast started, I actually mentioned mm -hmm. High Line. You did. I know. I was, I was remembering what you had, the two sports, and I couldn't remember what it was called. Well... The two sports that I mentioned were high lie and badminton. Are you listening, Happy Ramblers? You said that we don't talk cricket, high lie, or badminton on our podcast. And I thought it was cricket. See? We've, Indeed. We've named it all. Did you know? <laughs> of course, cricket is popular in India and in England. But on the beautiful tropical island of Barbados, home of... Darren Whitehead. And Rihanna. Rihanna. Very his, good. His cousin. I just found that out this week. They're related. Did yeah. not know that yes. they were related. Yes. Well, Rihanna <laughs> is from Barbados, which means bearded ones in Spanish. And they are known for their feverish uh, rooting for their uh, cricket teams down there. They're known as Little England because they still have colonial architecture and a love for cricket. But badminton, you mentioned. I told you that the pelota can go at speeds of up to 188 miles an hour. That is a turtle's pace compared to the shuttlecock. That's right. The badminton birdie has a maximum velocity of 306 miles an hour. Yeah, you haven't seen me hit a, hit a paddle with that thing because I've gotten upwards of 400 before. What? Yeah, yeah. These, these guys are out there with yeah. their radar guns and their <laughs> shuttlecocks, and yes. the neighbors wondering what the hell's yeah. going on. Yeah. It's a friendly game of badminton. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one more thing: since we are the number one badminton podcast in the world, <laughs> did you know that the shuttlecock, when they make those for professional and Olympic uh, events, they make them out of turkey feathers, but only feathers from the left wing of the turkey. It's faster, Tricky. No, it's because the left wing, the right wing, are shaped opposite. So if you had 
a left and a right wing next to each other on your shuttlecock, it wouldn't spin. So they all have to be from the same side of the bird, so they just go lefty each time. Every single professional shuttlecock is made with left-wing feathers from turkeys. Tricky, amazing. You're just now learning this. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> We're all about transitions over here at Turtleheads, Tricky. Speaking of badminton, let's do Mount Rushmore of backyard games. Mr. Big Chicken, you have number one pick. <laughs> Well, I made a list of all the different uh, games to be played in the backyard. Uh, but I think at least at my age, one that, and it's one that can be played by children of all ages, but has gained quite the popularity in the uh, last 20 plus years. Everybody likes going to the backyard and playing a little cornhole. Ah, yes. Good. Oh, I didn't even think about that one, Tricky. Wow. I'm going to take number two. Speaking of all ages, last weekend, or to be Women's Father's Day, last weekend? Yes. Yes. Last weekend, I witnessed all ages from Eli, four years old, to Ash's grandfather at 80 years old. We played a game of wiffle ball. Wiffle ball. It was great. It was fun. You know, um, where I grew up, backyard games weren't often played because we had snakes spiders and dogs in the backyard so it was very rare that we had a good backyard to play in but yes wiffle ball all right i'm gonna go can jam you know what can jam oh yes yes can Can jam Jam, number one and hammer no that's it's a frisbee it's kind of like frisbee golf and there's like and and there's a yeah yeah, there's There's a a slot yeah and you can if you throw it through the slide forget how many points it is i haven't played in a long time you get a certain number of points or if you throw it and it's offline, but your partner redirects it and it hits the can, I think you get one point. Um, so that's my first one. Secondly, just no, just a classic horseshoes. Oh yes, horseshoes and hand grenades, baby. There it is. I'm going with what I used to call as a kid, and by kid, maybe all the way up to 18 years old, crochet. Oh, however, it's croquet. Croquet. Yes, uh, all the way up to uh, when you were 18, which was not that long ago. Not that long ago, Tricky. But I was corrected, yes. Go ahead, Tricky. So you've taken croquet off the board. How about... Pause. Side note. Just got done playing croquet in Barbados, tied all together here this past January with Luke and Rachel. Great time. Go. Now that croquet and crocheting is off the board, (laughs) I'm going to go... With one of my favorite pastimes in the backyard, climbing trees. Oh. <laughs> Snake it back. Yes, and if you yes. don't take tire swing right now, no, one... <laughs> no, no, no. Climbing trees. Uh, that's where I, I found my solitude. And uh, I was a better climber than most and uh, always tended to get a little higher than the others. So uh, nobody could we're reach me. We're still talking about trees. No, we're always talking about trees, Lee. <laughs> Nobody could bother me as long as I got uh, higher than everybody else up that tree. That's why I liked it. Climbing trees and to snake it back. Smoking trees. No, go ahead. No. No, Jordan. We're still in the month of June. Wait till next month. However, speaking of trees, I would use some of those same trees that I would climb to build forts. Okay. I like There's some wild backyard games over there on Brownstone, son. Well, we lived in a uh, you know, little slice of nature 
nature's paradise Some down there. Some call it a little slice of heaven, tricky. Yes. All but, three of us. But we, boys, right? yeah. but we did raise a little hell down there. Oh. Especially whilst climbing trees <laughs> and building forts. Yes. All right, my turn. I'm going with the always favorite horse. Oh, yes. Yes, yes a I game like of horse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mm. I'm going to go with, here. yes, two here. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, beer pong, or also for the for the more friendly listeners, water pong, of course. Yes. Yes. Um, and since Tricky was saying climbing trees, I'm gonna go with manhunt. Oh. Like nighttime manhunt. Uh, yes. Get a group of your friends together. Yeah, manhunt. I'm glad you said that because I was actually thinking here. I'm going with capture the flag. Oh yes. Yes. Quality. Tricky, finish us off. Oh, I have one more choice. Yep. yep. This is a very Eastern Shore backyard pastime, and I'm sure our folks at Eastern Shore Slings would support it as well. But I grew up doing a little target practice out there in the backyard. You Shoot get your some cans. Yeah, you get your BB gun or your 22 rifle, set up some targets, and knock them down. Well, let's roll right into it. Honorable mention. I'm going with kick the can. Did you ever play kick the can, Tricky? Uh, yes, I normally did that in a more urban setting. Oh, ne- yes. Never in the backyard. Oh, I, I, uh, how about shoot dice? You ever shoot dice? Oh, not in the back. Again, more reserved for a more urban setting. I, I'm going to go my honorable mention, ladder ball. Ladder ball. Very good. You don't know what ladder ball is? You're oh, looking at me like you don't yeah. know. It's you got. It's like it just like maybe it's, made P- out of PVC. PVC. it's just made out of PVC oh, pipe. You got yes, the three. Yes, it's the okay. two balls with a string in the middle. You try to wrap it around the pole. I like the old wall ball. You ever play wall oh, ball? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Not a backyard game, but shout out Matt Curtis. We used to play a mess of hallway soccer. Oh, I play hallway soccer. Mm. Yes, yes. Quality. And, uh, Matt may be undefeated all time versus me in hallway soccer and racket. Did you ever tie him? Uh, no, no, no ties. No ties. Yeah. See, I actually know what undefeated means. Unlike some of our Jordan. AWLs. Well, our our other AWLs know that for Matt Curtis, the world is his pitch. He'll play you soccer in the hallway, in the restroom, in the backyard. Have That's ball. Cool. Yeah, ha- if you've got a ball. Matt's got a game for you. So I got one more. I never was able to partake in it, but I know there for a little while. Some of them Somerset boys involved a pool. Pool ball. Oh, yes. I never got to play, but How I always could, heard oh, some stories. Will and Caleb are going to kill me. Pool ball. Wow. I can't believe I left it off. Don't worry, fellas. How about Although gigging? I wasn't there. Oh, I mean, frog gigging. I gigging? mean, come on. Gigging? You gigging some gigging? frogs. Uh, no, we we don't uh, harvest any animals down on Brownstone. Uh, we like to keep them all alive. My mother regales <laughs> me with stories of all the wild animals that pass through her yard because so no one hunts them. Earl Earl loved the big chicken. You don't think Earl would have loved the old big frog leg? Uh, no, but my sister did have four pet chickens, and uh, he harvested them in the yard <laughs> in front of her, which was great. But my honorable mention for the backyard uh, sports, uh, tetherball. Oh, yes. Because we had that. We had a volleyball net, and on one of the volleyball poles, we had a tetherball. And the other one that I have played and injured my older sister playing said sport, which is why it's now banned, lawn darts. Oh. (laughs) The greatest game ever invented, these spikes that you would just throw across the yard. See how high you could throw them and hope some kid didn't run up underneath of them. They now have a safer version with – Rounded tips. Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go. This beat is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's the tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. 
Well, Tricky, the time has come for a little Grey Poupon Tricky Trivia. The mic is yours. We're all about positivity here on the Turtleheads podcast. And we always want to see somebody else have a good day. Have you ever heard of a Major League Baseball player by the name of Rick Wise? I have not. Well, that's because Rick Wise just had a so-so career. He was a right-handed pitcher. He pitched between 1964 and 1982 for the Phillies, the Cardinals, the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Padres. He was a two-time National League All-Star. However, on June 23rd of 1971, Rick Wise had one of the greatest days, single days, in sports history. He pitched a no-hitter on that date and hit two home runs to support his own effort. So, on that one day, June 23rd, 1971, Rick Wise was the Shohei Otani of the 70s. The Turtleheads would like to thank Brant Henson for coming on our show today. And thank you, Brant, for inviting us to join Big Banter Sports, where you can follow the Turtleheads and all your Big Ten action. That's Big Banter Sports. And to all you other athletic conferences in the NCAA, Get off our lawn. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. I don't gotta rap. I could sell a mill saying nothing on the track. I represent New York. I got it on my back. You can say that we lost it, so I'ma bring it back. I love the dirty, dirty, cause can show me love. The ladies start to bounce as soon as I hit the club. But in the Midwest, they love to take it slow. So when I hit that, when I watch them get it on the floor. And if you need it, hype I take it to the bay. Frisco to Sack Town, they do it a day. Comp in the Hollywood, soon as I hit LA. I'm in that low, low, I do it the Cali way. And when I hit the shot, people say that I'm fly. They love the way I dress, they like my attire. They love how I move crowds from side to side. They ask me how I do it, and simply I reply. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Catch me on the block. Every other day, another push, another drop. 16 bars, 24 pop, 44 song. Give me what you got. I'm in the driving car. Crush up off the lot. I'm in the shutting stars down just so I can shop. If you need a bird, I could get it chopped. Tell me what you need, you know I get them by the flock. I call my homie Black. Meet me on the app. I hit Wash Heights with the money in the bag. We in the big spin and see my pimpin' never drag. Find me with different women that you niggas never had. For those who say they know me, know I'm focused on my cream. Play, you come between, you better focus on the beam. I keep it so mean, the way you see me lean. And when 
say I'm hot, my this is what I mean. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Shorty see the drop. Ask me what I paid and I say yeah I paid a guap. And then I hit the switch that take away the top. So chicks around the way they call me cream of the crop. They hop in the car. I tell 'em all aboard. We hit the studio. They say they like how I record. I gave 'em black train and I did you wrong. So every time I see them man they tell me that's they song. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not.